Epstein is dead. Now, what was the focus supposed to be? What were we supposed to be doing? We're supposed to make sure that motherfucker stayed alive. It's times like these that I have found that a man like the man like Lionel could give me some words of wisdom to kind of stay in check. So here, here's a few things that he had to say regarding the death of Epstein. I want you to take a listen and then we'll talk about some things. Hunter S. Thompson said when the going gets weird, the weird turn pro and it just got weird. There you have it. Jeffrey Epstein Dead, suicided, gone. Te jodiste, se murió, gone. Que se la mama. Zero. There he is, witness number one in the biggest, most critical, instrumental, singular, linchpin case, bar none. Bar none. And he's suicided. Excuse me. He apparently commit suicide, apparently. He's under more surveillance, some have said, than the president. The key witness, the key witness who is the linchpin, the the interstitial connective tissue, the sinew as to bringing down everyone, everyone in Hollyweird, Pedo Wood, the Vatican, uh, Prince Andrew, Bill Clinton, Dershowitz's name, name it. Weinstein, Nexium, uh, they they were just hitting pay dirt for the first time since whenever. I mean, uncovering this festering boil. And he's found suicided. Have you ever seen photos, videos of how the KGB in its days, when they would capture someone, they would capture them. And you would see this weird, not weird, but it makes sense. They would come from behind and and grab the person's arms so they couldn't pop any cyanide. They would check the mouth. They would, I mean... This was the safest person. No suicide even remotely possible. This person could have had, should have had, allegedly had somebody who would be sitting there watching 24 hours a day and they want you to say, oh well, that's that. Apparently the pressure of all that's been going on is has been so... Great that he realized the gig's up and it's going to be sketchy as to how he did it. There's going to be delay in toxicology. There's going to be delay. And state-run media 
will throw out, watch this, let's say out of 100 opinions, 25 will be nuts. I mean, limited hangout, fake news, distracting news. People will be, you watch, it'll be, um, you know, uh, aliens did it and or maybe as chemtrails, or and and then the they'll mention the Hillary body count, and then you'll have this other state-run media folks come in and say, "Here come the conspiracy theorists," all to obfuscate, occlude, distract, move you away from getting to the obvious, the obvious. Watch what happens. And you're going to see, well, there's, and you're going to be having right now as we speak, let's get the usual suspects already vetted. Remember, because remember, Hollywood, news organizations, state-run media, the, the Ted Baxter, Echo Chamber, Cookie Cutter, Playbook, media, the corporate-run apparatchik media. They're going to say, Done, let's move on. Nothing to see here. And then the conspiracy theorists will come out. Oh, here we go again. Here come those lunatics. Oh. Blaming what? You're going to hear, see, hashtag Clinton body count. And you're going to see, there they go again. Why would anybody even associate? this woman or this family with people mysteriously being offed. (laughs) And of course, nobody will know anything. It happened on a Saturday. Remember, Lionel's rule, three days. Three days. Three days. Mueller case, done. Shootings, done. Three days. Three days. We have the attention span of a gnat right now, Friday, today, Saturday, people are out. Sunday, even though we have this 24-7 meet. During the week is it. All the programs, all the B-listers, all the usuals. You're going to be talking about, well, there goes that. When the going gets weird, the weird turn pro. It just got weird. So I don't know. I mean, certainly Hunter S. Thompson is probably one of my heroes in this jamboree of um, writers and artists and drug addicts and visionists. But considering he may have been tied up in the same shtick, I don't know how appropriate how true people are going to say hey this Epstein character he's been dead for almost a week now why are you picking up this story so late why are you reporting it well you heard you heard what Mr. Lionel said If they had their way, the story would be dead by Tuesday. They certainly tried, but unfortunately for them, there is just um, 
too much buzz stirring about this right now. And what I found to be one of the most interesting facts of this matter was that in talking to people, people I know, nobody knew what this Epstein issue was. No one knew what we were talking about. No one no one knows. Like, really, unless you know, you do not know about Epstein. You do not know about child human trafficking. You don't know about child sex trafficking, human trafficking. You don't know about any of this stuff that's going on. You know that you've heard of those phrases before. You know you've heard of those terms. You know you don't really think too much about it. But you don't know. You know if you are a part of it. Now that's the sad, scary fact. And I stepped on this journey and I find myself at somewhat of a crossroads. I think I've taken the steps down the path that I am going to pursue I think I have made the moves that definitely do not allow me to return. So, with that said, there are reasons why everything happens. There are reasons why. Um, like, like most great philosophers, dare I say, uh, soon to be named uh, in, in the history books of the millennials, uh, individuals of great thought, prowess, great... Uh, discernment, great wisdoms, philosophers. There's no such thing as a coincidence. Coincidences don't exist. Things happen for a reason, they say. It gets a little bit beyond the physical and the factual and the, uh, what is the word, um, empirical, you know, the actual numbers that you count in this physical reality. It gets into a little bit of the esoteric, a little bit of the metaphysical, a little bit of the spiritual, that statement, things happen for a reason. So Epstein is dead. I waited. I waited well enough to say anything about that. If you tuned into the previous broadcasts, and certainly more broadcasts will be coming soon, just as I promised. Um, Epstein was the focus. In fact, this is still a focus Epstein episode. This is still a focus Epstein episode. Because we were talking about some of these important questions and that's the wisdom that I picked up from Mr. Lionel, you know, because I've been listening. Ask questions. Don't assume you have the answer. And, you know, I love to speculate. We all love to speculate. And I was throwing that speculation trash out hard on my Twitter streams, if you notice. I mean, that's what Twitter is great for. It, it those direct connections, you know. And when Epstein died, when they killed Epstein, and you know, the way it would go, the way it would go in the past, the way it would go 
with past presidents, past news crews, past everything, past people, past public, past general consciousness, is that when the main character dies, the entire case goes away, and we're able to flush this down the toilet without ever considering another thing in the case. We won't consider the victims. We won't consider the co-conspirators. We won't consider the co-participants. We won't consider the vendors. We won't consider the buyers. We won't consider who the groomers are. We won't consider where these people work. We won't consider who they touch and talk to, who they interact with. It goes away. It all goes away. And Lionel said by Tuesday it'd be gone, but here it is Thursday. And they're still talking about it. And he's still on the news talking about it. And the fact of the matter is that they don't need Epstein. They'll have to kill his brother. They'll have to kill Ghislaine Maxwell, who is missing, as it were, at least without the facts in front of me. I would say she's missing because no one has heard from and or seen her, and she has not spoken to anyone since this whole thing went down. Um, that's the only reason why, barring all facts, and also, uh, there's Ray Chandler that you'd have to speak with, and there's also, or not speak with, but to uh, suicide, you'd have to suicide Ray Chandler, and you'd also have to suicide, uh, there's some other chick, sorry, some other woman, uh, sorry, some other procure, I mean, a groomer that has been talking with the FBI. There's several other people who have already spoken with them. And now we see that uh, the FBI and the NYPD are involved in storming Epstein's pedophile island, Epstein Island, pedophile island, pedo island, uh, orgy island, whatever island you want to call little St. James. F <laughs> that is what this was. So they're storming the island. They're seeing all the caves. They're seeing all the rooms. They're seeing all the, the space inside the temple. NYPD. Man, you'd think Jeffrey Epstein's island would be outside of their jurisdiction, wouldn't you? There's this old tale that's told that involved the Wiener laptop. Do you remember who Anthony Wiener was? He was that uh, politician. Um, Anthony Wiener. Anthony Wiener was the... Uh, he was a Democratic representative in the House... Um, that is before he was locked up for uh, being a sex offender with a minor. Um, so many of y'all may remember some of that, uh, but the NYPD had to do with that as well. What was the big deal here? Well, apparently uh, the NYPD um, have to do with the uh, child... Uh, sex trafficking division. They, uh, they're a division that helps to combat the agency of human trafficking, which includes so child sex trafficking. So, there's a connection here because Whenever they were involving themselves with Anthony Weiner's case, you have to imagine. You have to ask yourself, why would these 
divisions be involved with Wiener. Yes, he was sexting to a minor. Mr. Wiener was. But what else was going on here? So first of all, it's within their jurisdiction. But as the story goes, there's a tale that has been told. When they got Wiener's laptop, they found some interesting material on there. Supposedly, it's Clinton's emails. I don't know, and I doubt that that's what it was. But what I do know, what I do know, what I have been heard to have been told, was that it was a file that was marked life insurance, and it had to do with Hillary Clinton. At least one of the files on that laptop. And they say it was a video with her and and Huma Abedin, Wiener's wife, engaging in an act so vile, so repugnant, so gross, so abominable that some officers... couldn't take it. They couldn't take it. However, that reaction may have been to vomit, to weep, to leave. So they are on the island as well. We'll see what is turned up from this the most important things I think that we can note without barreling far too much into speculation is the victims are what's important here. And the victims are the ones that would be focused on. Yes, Epstein's dead, but criminally speaking, we can't move forward with him anymore, obviously. But now there's access to everything and there are others already listed 2,000 pages released on the day of his death they released 2,000 pages of information that were previously sealed from his first his first trials within 2,000 pages Clinton is named, and others are named, and Trump is exonerated within 2,000 pages. And there's more. They don't need Epstein to move forward with the co-conspirators, the participants, those who bought or sold. It runs deep, people. But the victims will get what they deserve, justice. Bill Barr will bring justice. This is what he had to say in regards to... Before I begin, I'd like to briefly address news from the Manhattan Correctional Center over the weekend regarding Jeffrey Epstein. This sex trafficking case was very important to the Department of Justice and to me personally. It was important to the dedicated 
prosecutors in the Southern District of New York and to our FBI agents who investigated the case and were preparing it for trial. Most importantly, this case was important to the victims who had the courage to come forward and deserve the opportunity to confront the accused in the courtroom. I was appalled, and indeed the whole department was, and frankly, angry, to learn of the MCC's failure to adequately secure this prisoner. We are now learning of serious irregularities at this facility that are deeply concerning and demand a thorough investigation. The FBI and the Office of Inspector General are doing just that. We will get to the bottom of what happened, and there will be accountability. But let me assure you that this case will continue on against anyone who was complicit with Epstein. Any co-conspirators should not rest easy. The victims deserve justice, and they will get it. So naturally, there is fear. So naturally, Epstein is killed. We don't know who did it. We don't know why or how. Oh, no, we know why. We don't know how. They say hanged. Suicide. Committed suicide what, a few weeks, a few days after attempting to commit suicide. Placed on suicide watch and then removed at the behest of his lawyers from suicide watch. What is going on here? Why would they do such a thing? Why would the guards be ordered to leave the area three hours earlier? Why would the cameras malfunction in that area? How is it possible a character like El Chapo could survive in a place like this, but Epstein ends up dead? Is there anyone in particular that can be fingered in this calculation? Some people, including the president himself, have already laid claim to the Clinton body count, to the Clinton crime family. I don't know for a fact that that is who this belongs to, this responsibility. I think perhaps maybe uh, they have may have funded the individuals who came up with this or have assisted with something like in that manner. But I don't believe that they would have been the only ones behind this. And I definitely do not believe that they would have been the ones to have conspired this to begin with. I think they would have been side players. Because as Lionel says, this does go all the way to the top. And it's a shame if it's going to topple and destroy worldviews of everyone. But if, for example, Epstein was an agent of the CIA by way of the Mossad, so be it. If the Mossad is the one responsible for this. It's like I asked in earlier episodes. So you created a pedophile honeypot sex ring trap. You know, to what end can you justify this mean? 
that you blackmail people, that you control people. The need for power in this manner. Why? What power is worth that in humanity? You could say it was to trap your enemies. Well, then why let it go so long? And if that were a fact, how did it get so big? Reports come out. Jeffrey Epstein, one in 50. One in 50 pimps to these individuals. What do we have? One in every state. Do we have one in every state? A few in every city? And where does it go? To victims. They're out there. There's a lot of them. If it goes all the way to the top, is that the only way that this thing falls apart? So we uncover the celebrities and we uncover the politicians and we uncover the business financiers and leaders of economy. So we uncover law officials, all of these people participants. And then what do we uncover? So we uncover agencies in the government that supported these entrapments. And we uncover who they are beholden to. We uncover who finances and runs them. We uncover who is their primary source of income. We audit and we audit and we audit. Does it then become easier to stop the individual rings that happen within the cities? Does it then become easier to remove the crooked ones in law enforcement? Does it then become easier to remove the ones who run these operations from the inside? Does it become easier to smash the rings and the drug dealers and sex offenders? All of that is connected somehow. Building the wall, that'll end an easy access freeway for these people. It will make it harder. It will make it harder for them to run it. But it won't stop it. Not as long as you have them living in the cities. There's so many easy ways. There's so many easy ways. And there's probably a lot more than I'm aware of. And their methods. And the way they get these people. It's amazing. 
how intricate it can become. Even I have had exposure to some of this. And that's why I'm telling you all now and I'm saying it out loud now. Because it's here and it exists and it's scary. And the people that you meet, the victims, whether they're willing or unwilling, whether they know or they don't know, they're real. And you see their pain and their suffering. And some of them, they don't know any other way. That is their life. They're lucky to be aware. That way at least they can claim some stake in their game. They have some leverage. The ones that are not aware, God help them. It's a very sad case that's happening. It needs to be stopped. So Epstein is dead. We still have that focus. Don't let it die. For the the sake of these people and children, don't let it die. Now, in the coming days, I'll be releasing some more information myself, but for all I can say is human trafficking is real. It's very, very real. It needs to be stopped. People need to be aware. The way these things happen, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. Perhaps next time, soon, very soon. Be sure to tune in again to Queer Voice, for we're living in queer times. And also make sure to check us out on YouTube and our Queer Voice analysis reporting, where we take a look at the news as an aggregate and kind of decipher through the messages. Anyway... I'll be back soon, so stay tuned. And don't stop asking questions.